following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Yeah, well, we're going to get in here with episode five of Spurs In. Didn't even realize it was five. Stuck around for five episodes with you bums. Uh, no, Jose. Uh, we're going to say right off the top, folks, Jose's not here. He was not welcomed. No, I'm just kidding. He's going to come in, uh, gonna come in late. And we have, I guess, some good to start off with. Yeah, I mean, you can probably tell by whatever I put the title of this episode is. There's going to be some bad coming with Harry Kane. But, Ben, we got your favorite transfer Based on the beginning of us getting on the Zoom call, this is your favorite transfer in maybe history for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Romero coming over from Atlanta in, where is it, Derek? I believe it's in Italy. There you go. There you go. Not Spain, like Ben got you with that pretzel. Um, But seriously, yeah, we signed a defender with which, uh, Ben, you can, I mean, you're the one that's been raving about him, Ben, so I kind of want you to start on this. 50 million plus add-ons is the deal. And I had literally zero faith until like two days ago that we were going to get them because that's just kind of what happens. But they proved me wrong for once in a, you know, squirrel, blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Spurs found this defender. And Ben, you love him. You love him. Does he fix everything for Tottenham's back line? He does not, but <laughs> I teed you, you up a damn softball for like the happiest comment that you could say. And you're just like, not really. But no, I, I tend to I tend to agree. But we still have a, the other uh, center backs on the team. We don't have a another center back. But anyway, let's well, yeah. Let me get excited. I mean, I think two weeks ago I spoke about it. How big the signing was. We've kind of been expecting it for a while. Um, I hate that I just said that because you called me out for it. But anyway, getting back into it. <laughs> Christian Romero is a huge sign. This guy was ranked the overall best rated player, defenseman back, center back in Syria. You go through his stats uh, in his percentiles. They're all just excellent aerial duels. This guy should be playing for a team that's much better than us. I mean, he's leaving a team that's going to be in the uh, Champions League to come to us. He wanted to play in the Premier League. And this is a huge kind of a coup for us almost to get this player. Uh, it's super exciting that we were able to be- get it. I said it was the biggest signing that we've made. We needed a center back. And we came out and we got one of the best center backs in Europe, like easily one of the best center backs in Europe. And he's going to come play for Spurs. And hell, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. And you don't get this. You don't get me excited about Spurs signings often. I'm not going to blame Levy for the time it took. Obviously, very Spursian that it took almost like a month to sign this player that we've been linked to forever, almost to see it fall apart on Friday. But here we go. I'm just excited we got anyone, really, to be perfectly honest with you. Because it's the beginning of August. I mean, most of our business gets done at the end of August with like 12 hours left in the window. But... I think Ben said it best. This guy is exactly what we've needed for at least two or three off seasons or windows, shit, seven or eight windows. And I mean, like I'm, I'm not the biggest Serie A guy, but the stats are incredible. 
Atalanta came out of nowhere, and this guy seems like he's part of at least the biggest part of this core. And he just seems like a stud and a can't-miss guy. And it, like I said earlier, it sounds like the Ndombele transfer, where why is this guy who is incredible not going to – sorry, Tottenham – an incredible club? I mean, we're, we're a, a, an in-process at best uh, system here where we have needs all over the field and this guy wants to be part of us. And that feels great. I don't remember off the top of my head, someone that was transferred in who felt this way since Jan, because Jan was at Ajax. He was the captain of Ajax and he came here because he wanted to be a part of us. He chose us over Arsenal. He probably chose us over other clubs of that level. Romero feels a lot like when Liverpool got Van Dyke. I don't think we're going to be at that level, but it seems like he could reset all of our defensive problems and change the entire future of the club. Love this guy. Great job, Levy. Great job, Paratici. I love it. Yeah, sorry about that for a second there, guys. I think I froze a little bit, but uh, way to go, Derek. Coming in, we got you last week for not asking any rebuttal questions of anyone uh, for keeping a roundtable going. We really recovered there, at least when my thing stopped freezing you were the next one talking so way to go buddy uh <laughs> i thought you were just staring at me like are you, I you got more you were ben? staring at me and i was like uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a weird like i mean ben having a moment or a zoom going uh, crazy here um but uh yeah uh romero 23 year old so he's right at the beginning of his prime uh argentinian player syria defender of the year last season um can't comes from to us from uh at uh, uh, sorry, from Atlanta. Atalanta. Atalanta. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to Atalanta. read. We scroll down and read, but he actually was from Juventus too. He was on loan the last couple of years. Uh, never, never played for them. I don't think. Uh, but pa- Paratici uh, signer from Genoa. Yes, yes, correct, correct. That's what I'm reading right now. Sorry, I'm like trying to like go through these names here in order. It's like a, it's like a descending order, not an ascending <laughs> one. So it like threw me off. Um, but uh, yeah, young player in his in his, I mean, beginning of his prime, and he's really just seems exactly what <laughs> everyone hoped that Eric Dyer would always be, just a guy that will go through people, get the ball no matter what at all costs. And it turns out he's not doing that very much uh, as of late for us. We probably should have sold him to Man U, but that never happened. On Romero, guys, before we get to the you know topic of the hour here with Harry Kane, Ben, you alluded to it. I'm not 100% sure if we need to bring in another defender right away. I think for me, I'm at a point where I think we need to get rid of we rid of somebody. There's been talks of um, Tanganga going out on loan, maybe. Uh, ben Davies, I saw that today, yeah. Yeah, he could be going out on loan. Ben Davies, Ben Davies, Ben Davis, whichever part of the world you're listening to. Um, he might be uh, the next guy out. I'm all for them grabbing someone else. We've heard Thomas Ayu's name, but I think we need to get somebody out before we get somebody in. Uh, what do you think about that, Ben? Do you think they, they should just bring someone in at, at all costs? Um, Yeah, I think they should bring someone in at all costs, especially at the center back position. There's clearly a miss, not a mistrust, but I mean, Roden's 23 and we doesn't look like the team thinks he's ready to go right now because then we wouldn't be looking for another center back. Um, we should definitely be out there we're going to need money back to get another striker we need some money to get some players out to get the other positions but if we're going to focus on getting out our money um we should decide that 
the center back, another center back is where we're at because we didn't have any center backs last year. Did you trust any of our center backs? Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, I trust them more than I trust Derek to finish that beer that he's having, which he naturally did not finish. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Do you, are you on board with, I guess it's who's right, me or Ben? I think we need to get rid of somebody before we bring someone else in. Ben says, Eric Dyer, no matter what, <laughs> get these guys off of his lineup. <laughs> I think the issue is, aside from Sanchez, who can we actually get rid of? That's a fair point. I didn't mention him. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of loaning out. I think Roden's too old to loan at this point. I mean, he could be a loan player, but probably not. And our young, very religious center back who we just spoke about going to Galatasaray. I don't know if I want to send a young black player to Turkey. That seems like it could be troublesome. I mean, between the flares and the super ultra fans that they have, I don't know if that's the best spot for someone to grow. It's possible, and maybe that would be better than being a third or fourth center back on Spurs, but we just don't have a lot of value at center back. So bringing in bodies is definitely better than trotting out the same garbage players that we did for the last two years. I just feel like we uh, – the, the only problem – bigger problem that Spurs have had over the last few years than bringing in players that we need is getting rid of players that we don't need. They continually just don't do that. And I don't, I just feel like just (laughs) they're actually selling players breaking news. A Jose has joined the chat. Welcome. Hello guys. Uh, (laughs) Derek, I have one thing to say to you. I guess this is the NBA pal. Not yet, buddy. Not yet. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think it is. Is that an Austin Bills hat? Oh boy! All right, and not Austin, and not Austin. <laughs> Buffalo, baby, Buffalo. Jose, we're breaking down Romero here as you rudely interrupted my speech. There, oh, um, I'm so sorry, sir. But uh, so I'm on. I'm on board with. We need to get rid of some some other Deadwood that we just probably have piled up somewhere. Uh, Tanganga might go on alone. Ben Davis might be out. He might be the next guy. I'm team get somebody out, then bring someone in. I think these other two guys are, they've seen enough of, you know, Sanchez and Dyer and everyone, and they just want to see another body in there. Where where are you at? I'm the same. I'm the same. Of course, there's going to be some guys that have to go. I've I've heard some Sanchez links to, uh, I forget what club it is. Yes. Um, Yeah, we still have people to move and we still got, Hopefully, a couple of more signings left. Uh, there's rumors about uh, Connor Cody, but mm-hmm. that's normal because um, Santo Nuno Santo was his coach. So um, we definitely need another center back, I believe. So you would get lost. him in at no cost. You'd just say, get him in now. Don't worry about selling. I would love to say that, but this is Levy. You're we're picking talking a about. team here, dude. Either me, who's right, or them, who's wrong. Who are you with? And I have the power um, to mute both of them. So let so let me hear what they have to say. Nick, you're wrong. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I want to clarify my point. I just said we should we should get in another center back, but we're going to need to get rid of other players to bring in other positional needs that we need. Yeah, that's that's my question is, are you, are you so gung-ho that we need a center back that you're just saying, don't wait to sell? Uh, we need another defender. So if it's Tommy Yasu who's going to come back, come at right back, um, we could talk about Serge even today he, if we can't get rid of him. The Tomiyasu yep. thing looks like it's going to be a go from 
Everything he might be reading. my only guy that you can convince me that, yeah, go ahead and bring him in because he has some position versatility. So it's kind of like, you know, maybe he'd be a more experienced, more ready than Tanganga because they were trying to get him to play center and outright. Thomas, I, you can do a little bit of both of those too. So, I mean, you still say it wrong, Nick. <laughs> Tamiasu. <laughs> Don't even. He's you're from here, Buffalo. You're here for, for for that, and now you know what. I'm just done with you. That's how do I mute people now? Hold oh, on, geez, I'm this. done. Um, I just got on, Nick. <laughs> yeah, you're already. Oh, Jose's done. Um, Jose, can you say Christian Christian Romero for us? Romero, Romero, Romero. There's Romero. no way. Come on, Nick. That's how you say that? Give us a, Romero. Give us Rom- a try, Nick. Rom- Holy crap. <laughs> 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 That was like a dead serious effort there too. And I just like spit on my, my tongue. Uh, Please wipe off your mic. Yeah, I know. There was some uh, sound effects there. First Spurs in sound effects. You like that? Was me, me wiping off my mic and spitting on it. Yeah. Well, you know, I hate we'll myself, get better. So go ahead. Um, <laughs> Played over and over again. Nick trying to say Romero. 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 Better. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. All right, we're moving on from that. Uh, all right, yeah, we got the defender in. That's great. Joe Hart's out. Uh, who here is the most <laughs> sad about that? Derek. Pretty sad, I must say. Joe Hart was a excellent yeller on the field. Couldn't okay. save any goals that were not directly at him. He's going to be an Olympic uh, competitor in yodeling. Yo, it's just insane to me that what, like six, seven years ago, this guy was playing keeper for Manchester City, winning trophies, and now he's like a marionette puppet in goal? Well, at least at once he was good. He could be Keppa. But he's not that old. He's not like 41. He's 34. Yeah. I don't care how old he is. I mean, the guy was playing for Burnley a couple years ago. What happened? Wait, was he the goalie that led in that goal during the USA, USA England game, the World Cup, like eight no, years ago? That was Robert Green, man. That was way long, uh, <laughs> way long. Robert Green's been out of the out of. Don't football. you ever, ever <laughs> challenge Derek's knowledge of English international football? <laughs> How goddamn dare you? I have my moments. That's an insult to his favorite keeper, Joe Hart. Jose, are you sad about Joe Hart? I don't I think anyone's gonna be sad. I just want to. I just want to hear who is most upset. <laughs> I am deeply saddened that Joe Hart is leaving us. All right. Well, yeah, he, he have five clean sheets. You know that? Yeah, because we were playing like teams in Albania. Been here for eight seconds, and I'm already done with you today. <laughs> Wait. So, do you think we actually got money clean sheets? <laughs> Wait. Sorry? There was a rumor we got a a, a million pounds for as a transfer fee. They got a transfer fee. I think. Yeah, we got a million. million. For a guy we signed last offseason. Well, did you also hear that the Toby transfer was actually only like 4.5 million euros or some shit like that? And we were like, oh, we're getting 13. Yeah, that that sucks. Good marketing. Good marketing. (laughs) Just lie to your fan base. Make up a number so it looks better. Wouldn't be the first time. No, but and, I, I, I'm pretty glad that this man is no longer on the team. I, um, this kid has been looking really great in the preseason. Get him some more play. Uh, Whiteman. Big loss. Uh, ben, you're happy. Joe Hart's gone. No, I mean, yeah, I don't care. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the biggest loss here is for the farmers um, of the backwoods of France and Bulgaria who are no longer score world-class goals because I don't know how that how many times that happened, but it happened. 
And hey, let, let Pierre Luigi perform before we say that that they're off the hook. Hey, he played for the crest. He's not obviously not good. And we got we got a million for him. He's gonna be at Celtic. He's uh, he seems happy. Uh, let him go. What like, I don't have anything to say about him. He's our third string goalie. Like, oh no. Spoken like a true Jets fan. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Who's just waiting for their third string quarterback to come in? This should be yeah. more important to me, you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, maybe not Daniel Jones. He might not be able to walk today after he got trampled on. Oh, I heard uh, that. But he's also not my quarterback, and I hate the Giants. Who cares? Well, okay. Well, help me help you. Anyway, speaking of uh, contract hold, uh, holdouts and quarterback Zach Wilson from the New York Jets, he's not the latest player to not show up because of a contract or something dispute that was my transition there from football to football and one topic to one topic so that was carrying a heavy weight there but great work yeah so harry kane he did some stuff this week uh so did his brother i woke up this morning and his brother charlie was was trending on twitter so i was like well today's gonna be a day uh, but I will say I'm going to start this one off on the positive side of things. Harry Kane, obviously, for those who are listening who follow Tottenham, uh, didn't show up yesterday. And now all of a sudden he's going to show up later this week. Uh, okay, whatever. The memes, man, those English people, race, race-wise, not great. Not great people, uh, as we saw after the Euros. Um, but yeah. some of them, some of the memes that they can come up with, I mean... Great A. If you guys haven't got on Twitter.com and typed in like Harry Kane in the last 24 hours, I suggest doing so. Ignore the news. The news is kind of depressing, but when it comes up with him and his brother, it's it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. They're those are pretty good people over there. And uh, if you're looking to go into another um, rabbit hole, type in Gilfie Sigurdsson and what well, Gilfie Sigurdsson as well, because over the last couple of weeks, those. Those Brits have been killing both of those topics. Uh, they, there's not a lot of not a lot of things they won't roast, uh, Derek. And that's not on me. That's not on me. I didn't make any memes. But anyways, uh, so uh, Harry Kane, he wants to go first. I'm just going to throw this one up because this uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of happy thoughts I uh, assume are going to be coming. So I'll jump in. You know what? Get an agent, Harry Kane. <laughs> Stop letting your brother run things. You know what the biggest difference between uh, the Jack Raylish deal and your deal is? In Jack Grealish's contract, it says, if there's a $100 million bid, you will let me leave. While well, he's sitting there going, oh, here, well, I have a gentleman's agreement with Daniel Levy. That could be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And also, what does he think a gentleman's agreement is? Like, oh, we're just going to let you go after the season for whatever price that is thrown out there? No, they're going to have to hit our price. So stop protesting us by not showing up because you're going to need to be fit for whatever team you're going to play for. How about you go protest Man City for uh, not giving us anywhere near our valuation? 120, what did we say? 120, 125 million? I would, pro- I think Levy would accept that. 100's not going to do it. The same amount for Jack Raylish isn't going to do it. And if you want your brother to be your agent, cool. And this is the, sa- this is the situation you're going to get into. Assigning a six-year contract when you're 24 and now you're three years, you got three years left and we don't have to budge and you're going to complain about a gentleman's agreement? We have no offers on the table other than 100 million, and that's not going to do it. To you, to you, you're worth 160 million. To Man City, you're probably only really worth 100 million to them. So, unfortunately, this gentleman's agreement, which isn't binding because it's a gentleman's agreement, isn't going to go through unless we get a price that is valuable to us. And then when it comes to the holdout, yep, I, I think I was the one who brought it up. Like this could happen. We just didn't think it because it's Harry Kane. 
And then we watched, I mean, all these players like Erickson never held out. I mean, Wilfred Zaha has been complaining for years to leave Crystal Palace, never held out. And now you have the English captain, this everyone, this consummate professional. He just held out. This is day two. I don't know if the other reports of he's still stuck in the Caribbean and has to isolate or what the deal was, but it seems like we expected him back yesterday and he was not there to prove a point. Well, what I want to toss out there first and foremost is if you go on Twitter right now and type in Charlie Kane, the first thing that comes up is a like super fast mo TikTok video of a guy making a Big Mac at McDonald's and it said Charlie says Charlie Kane if it was if he wasn't Harry Kane's brother because I thought pretty solid that's the first one that comes up and then it just gets way worse there with a lot of words that we probably shouldn't say right now but uh, (laughs) that was the most PG one that that comes up first I should say but they're pretty good at those but yeah gentlemen's agreement that's gentlemen's agreements are nice uh it's been uh thoughtfully laid out but three years left on your deal is also a pretty more binding situation is the word that Ben used there uh, correctly. That's uh, brother. You got three more years left here. Um, and we don't even know what kind of bid has come in for him. We've heard rumors of bids that have come in for him. Nothing really substantial yet, but has it that I haven't seen. Uh, I'm pretty sure Man City said they, they would give a hundred million. They want, they, they want, they're looking for way more than that. I'm sure. I'm sure a couple teams would give a hundred million. So would you I'm, take? Would you take a hundred million Laporte? Sorry, we're probably jumping ahead. Let's let's stay there. We'll go. We'll get back to that. Guardiola <laughs> said that they're they don't have enough money in this climate to sign players of this level, at least financially, which is nonsense to me. The oil money is vast. So they're the only ones in it. Like, keep it, sorry, um, owners with oil money are the only ones who are able to spend. Look what PS. PSG and is doing. I mean, Chelsea has Abramovich, which is, I guess, oil money. It's more oligarch money, but um, yeah, right now it seems that if you don't have oil money, you're not spending. So, unless City, we, and we know Man City has the money. Let's be oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. To them, it well, probably makes on, more let, business sense to wait until next year, and then that price tag is going to drop under 100 maybe next year. Uh, it's going to close, going to get at least way more ballpark for Spurs next year. I mean, the guy's got three more years left in his deal. And that's a big sticking point for me is you got three years left. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that makes a difference. That makes a big, big difference in this kind of climate, especially when now, I mean, Spurs are spending there. They're, we started this off talking about them spending 50 million on a defender. They don't do that type of stuff. You know, they're trying to match his initiative to try to get trophies, to try to get back in the champions league. And man, you got three more years left. If they can hold hold out and still get a nice price tag for you, I don't see Spurs waiting until Christian Eriksen hour when it was amazing that they got anything for him. I think they'll want to cash in at least some amount, but 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 this ain't it. Uh, Jose, you've been quiet. What's your what, where, where are you going here? Where are you land with Harry Kane? I assume so as with, Ben with, and I have started not happy. Well, I'm not happy. None of us are happy. This thing can happen, and this thing looks like it's going to happen. This whole excuse about him saying that he was going to come later on in the week. I'm not hundred percent buying that. I'm thinking he's trying to save a little face and not look so much as the villain because he wants to protect his image. So I think that's how that got leaked out there Um, as well. Like we spoke about this on the chat earlier and I was one of the guys that thought he was never capable of doing one of these things. However, I did say in the chat too, that 
hey, these players nowadays, they have a lot of entitlement. They have uh, a lot of power and they feel like they can do a bunch of things that they weren't doing in the past. And I I could see that transitioning into the Premier League. Uh, and it did. It did. And it, I think right now he's just trying to save face by saying that he's going to report later on in the week so he doesn't look like the villain again. But I think he's gone. I think he's gone. And I think um, we're, we're going to accept the bid somewhere around 120 million because it, it, he doesn't want to play. And I don't see, I see us already trying to make moves for the event that he's not there anymore. We're looking at strikers heavily. We're linked to a lot of strikers right now. I think, I mean, I don't want it to happen. It's terrible. It's a terrible situation. We're going to lose probably the best striker on the face of the earth. And that sucks for us, especially when we just made a move to, address one of our dire needs at, at center back. And we got a pretty good one. This guy just won like they were one of the best defenders in Serie A. It, it kind of sucks, but no pun intended. <laughs> it's a dire need. Yeah. Oh yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> Derek, I know you're waiting to be the cleanup batter here. Give your, give your beautiful thoughts next to your man. Why do you look, at, why do you look annoyed, Derek? Like, yeah, he is. A podcast. He's, he's like rolling his eyes. Letting him, he's letting it brew up here. But you just called him the cleanup batter. Well, yeah, that's that's a great bad. position, right? Good hitting, that's, that's good hitting spot. Guy right? won't even crack oh, a damn. I mean, guy won't even crack a damn smile. I'm talking now. No, yo, you were quiet for that whole time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, you agree, Stan? I'm just annoyed. I'm really uh, annoyed that nobody said anything about Charlie Kane. Really, I mean, the man has one client. He is the worst agent on the planet. Who only has a job because of nepotism. The man wears a suit for a maximum of 25 minutes. He makes a phone call to Daniel Levy, tells him we're going to City, and hangs up. He eats cereal or an English breakfast or whatever he chooses on that day with his tea, and then he probably changes back into his pajamas. And does whatever the fuck children do that earn an adult body. That guy is a piece of trash, the worst agent. I can't stand him. He is the ultimate culprit in this scenario because he's giving bad advice to his impressionable brother. And he has no leg to stand on. He's just a guy who was born in the same, let me choose the word, family as a guy who was actually are you, successful. Are you kidding me? Family. I was trying That's not what to you landed at after that Germanic clause was family. Yeah, but Dom Toretto to just entered the uh, chat. Oh, I was trying God. not to be, trying not to be vulgar, but I think he is the ultimate culprit. I mean, you dust off nepotism, you dust off other words, and then you go with family. Well, to, you are the, you are the Charlie Kane of this podcast, brother. Um, <laughs> to Derek's point, though, in all of sports that we've watched, and there's plenty of. Um, players that use their brothers or something has it ever worked as their manager um lamar jackson's mom got his rookie contract signed but those are all like pre-agreed to anyways so that's really the only one i can think of like they are they have the rookie wake scale so it's like christophs porzingis's brother like all, all disasters don't don't bring your family get someone who knows what they're doing 100%. And then you won't have a gentleman's agreement and it'll be in your contract that if a certain deal comes in, you can leave. 100%. In the contract. I don't seeing, care who you are. Seeing as where, where we're, we're coming from with our point of view with this situation, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about whether, I mean, a, 
we we don't have the demographics or the analytics yet to see where people are listening to us from, assuming that it's a, a U.S. based audience because that's where we are uh, watching Spurs from. Go U.S. Gold Cup. You're you're Sorry. over there missing games and missing the gold Gold Cup to watch a one Olympic athlete represent PR. Do yeah. you know how long a hundred meter hurdle lasts? Literally seconds. Yeah, and you miss like forty five minutes. Missed, of I missed game. seconds of the soccer game. Seconds. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, yeah, you took time on your day to videotape the, the screen to send to us. So what are you? <laughs> you're not fooling anyone. You're watching warm ups. You're watching the post race interview. You were watching everything. Shout out to Jasmine Camacho Quinn. All right, I'll edit that out. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I I seriously sincerely. I, I, I was thinking now we understand how Derek, I, I, Derek or Ben, when you guys apologize, which um, not really apologize though, but when you guys are talking about Zaha, when you guys are talking about the other guys who are holding out, you know, we even go back to Erickson, how it was. So it was on the Amazon documentary, how he was telling the team he wanted to leave and he still was showing up every day. So all things considered how we know how this kind of works with European football guys still show up. They're expected to do their duties. They're not expected to do this kind of holdout situation. But an earlier, Ben, I sarcastically mentioned, you know, Zach Wilson was was holding out. He didn't show up for a day or two. It, just the differences, the, just the, the stark differences I, I can kind of see between when somebody holds down the NFL, interestingly, it's kind of just like business as usual. But then Harry Kane doesn't show up for one day and it's like the new stadium almost burned down. It, it, I, I don't know. Did, do, did, am I am I wrong about that? Is that does anyone think that that's kind of interesting? How how the word holding out or or whatnot between two different leagues, two different cultures, kind of is. And in the, in the U.S., if someone doesn't show up, you're just kind of like, well, I wish I could hold out of my work. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's common practice in the U.S. We we're completely used to this. We yeah. see this all the time in the NBA and the NFL. Yeah, guys hold out all the time. It, it's not even thought of. And it's in a second thought. Do you do you think that maybe this is? And I'm not trying to give uh, Derek's hero Charlie uh, Charlie Kane too much credit, but I mean, see, almost kind of Americanized Harry Kane right now by just making him not show up to get his way. I mean, that's is this is this another Super League tactic by by the U.S. to take over the EPL? Derek, I mean, he's your hero, so go, go ahead. I think it's a situation where it wasn't a thing in the United States until somebody set that precedent. So if Harry Kane is going to be the martyr for player uh, empowerment, then sure. Great for Harry Kane. We're still going to hate him. We're just still going to think he's a passive aggressive clown. I mean, there were so many different ways that he could have approached this. It's the fact that he hasn't had an actual comment to us, the fans. He went on some, hour-long interview on a golf course with Gary Neville and didn't pick a side. He's just been kind of sitting there in the middle. And if his desires are on one side, he should do it that way. He should tell us. Levy didn't have enough ambition. He didn't do enough in the transfer window. I'm leaving because I want better. And I stuck it out with this team for long enough and it didn't get there. We were close, but it didn't get there. And I want to find something new, but instead he's not doing anything. He's not saying anything publicly. And you can go back to Modric. You can go back to Bale. Modric was publicly saying he wanted to leave. He had an issue with Levy. There was an, a, a, an argument 
guaranteed behind closed doors and he was throwing an absolute fit and he still came to training bail we all knew he was going to real madrid eventually he still came to training this is something that people don't do even when they are pissed off and actually saying it and we all know what's going to happen harry kane is just being a coward that's the only word that i come up with he's being a coward he's not saying anything <laughs> he's allowing his little troll brother to speak behind the scenes for him and he's just not showing up and it really makes me sad because the guy should be a talisman for this club and he's acting the complete opposite way he he had the gary neville interview we know exactly what he wants we're not naive about this you want him to come out with a statement that he doesn't want to play for us everyone knows that that's what i was going to say i mean i don't i don't need i don't need him to say that i mean it it's so tough because I, i love the guy I love the guy a lot. And I know you guys love the guy a lot. And I know this is tarnishing his reputation with us, the fans. But what you, everything you said there, Derek, is something that we all know. Why does he have to come out publicly and state these things? He's, he's known, all of us know, that the club is not meeting his expectations. We've known that for years. We debate that forever, saying how garbage this, tra- this team has been and how much of a, of a rehaul we needed. Why does he need to say something that's pretty much obvious? Because it's cowardice. It is. He hasn't said anything. If he wants, it's not a matter of not wanting to play for Spurs because we all know if if everything was peachy and we actually did our jobs as a team and as a front office and we had a legit enough squad, he wouldn't want to leave Spurs. It's not a matter of not wanting to play for us. He just wants to play for someone else to win trophies that has ambition, but he won't say that. He'll say, well, I'm not really sure. Well, I, I want to win trophies, but I'm not sure where I want to win trophies. Just say something. Take a stand. Tell us how you actually feel instead of just beating around the bush. Eric, do you think he is a little bit between, I mean, a lot of folks are, uh, as you're showing, or think he's, I think the word he uses is coward, cowardly. Uh, he's taking, he, he he's, He's making himself look bad a little bit, but he is letting his brother take a lot of brunt, especially on social media. He's making his brother not look great. So in, you know, if his brother's got to get paid, you know, however much a week to pretend like he's an agent, uh, that's not a bad deal for him. But I guess what I'm getting at, so Derek, you'd, I think, would say that he's probably trying to protect his personal brand a little bit too much in this. And you would rather him come out and just say, Say it. Say it yourself. Say, say that you stink, Spurs. And we got we tried. We tried to make it happen. But is he trying to protect his personal brand too much? And he's beating around the bush and it's too much because because like you're saying now, is he protecting his brand? Because now everyone was so up in arms. Maybe they thought that maybe his brother assured him that nobody would be that mad at him. And now all of a sudden everyone's mad at him. So he's like, OK, I'm going to show up this week. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like what he's doing is I think this is the worst case scenario. I don't think there would be a lot of Tottenham fans that would actually be mad if he said, if he directed his anger towards Enoch, right? I think a lot of us would understand that. I think he would be justified in saying that. I totally agree. But what he's doing right now is saying nothing. So we're just like, it's an F you to all of us. Look, we're all pretty upset with what he's doing and we don't agree. And it's upset. It's yeah, it's definitely upsetting, but this is what he, kind of has to do in this situation. I brought it up before. This is exactly what you do 
if you want your if you want to start something to get your way out of a three year with three years left in your contract, we've seen it. We've seen it in American sports. And you know what? If he looks at looks over at American sports, we know he loves football. And he sees that if I can do if I can do what those NFL, some of the NFL players and some of the NBA players are doing and it works. And you know what? I might have to get it, do this and fracture my relationship with some of the Tottenham fans to get to Man City to so I don't have to play here anymore. Then this is exactly what he kind of has to do. It's shown in sports that it works. And even if he's leading or pioneering this in European football, which I think is new, we haven't really seen players start holding out, then this is what he has to do if he really wants out. And I think he really wants out. And I think we know he really wants out. And he's going to come when he comes back from whatever, when either it's the COVID thing or he can just show up. I don't really know the deal with all that because now they're saying like he's got to go through COVID protocols and everything. And then he's he's going to give in that transfer request. Right. That's like, that's going to that's going to happen. He didn't do it yet, though. He's just well, not he's, showing up. He's missing work. He's, he's calling in sick on the first day. But he's going to do that when he shows up. I don't I don't know the full details of why he isn't there. Maybe maybe there was a miscommunication of when he can come back from Europe. Maybe he has to do the COVID things. But clearly, we thought you're back on Monday. Where? Why aren't you here? We've been talking about finding him, but then you hear news news this morning that it's more than that. He'll be back later this week, but he has to do go through COVID things. And he's kind of throwing his example. But going back to my original point, this is exactly what he has to do if he wants to fight his way out. When you're going up against Daniel Levy, the hardest man because he's not Daniel Levy isn't going isn't moving it for anything. So if you you want to start, you have to start something to get out. That's his only. It's his. It's really his only way. I don't know what else. To, I don't know what else to say to, for him to prove to that. Like I really want out, and here's the new player empowerment that's going across leagues all across the world. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it works. Yeah, I, I I agree with Derek in the sense that we all want some level of clarity from Harry Kane, but I also agree that he doesn't have to do that. And like what Ben just said, this is his way out. He doesn't want to be here anymore. He's tired of the stuff that we all know already, the stuff that's obvious. That's why I say he doesn't have to come out and say, oh, this, you know, you guys haven't met my level of expectations or give a whole bunch of excuses. That's why I just think he just has to say one simple thing. Listen, I don't want to be here anymore. That's it. And then and then continue and do I mean, this holding out thing is terrible. It's terrible, but like Ben said, this is the only way out of his contract. It's the only way he can do this. I don't think, I don't, and blaming his, we can blame his brother a little bit too, but this is boils down to Harry Kane and what he wants to do with his career and what, how he wants to win. You know, he feels like this club isn't going to get him the title and Man City will doing a little KD move and mounting up on a, on a team that's already have a, a bunch of stars on it. Yeah, an easy title. Wow. You just took the next question right out of my repertoire. And I was going to say, is this guy, is this the next KD? Is he pulling, this is, a, is this is him pulling a KD, isn't it? That's what I was going to say. Would you, would you level? So I would say you're, you're calling, you're calling him Harry KD Kane. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the, the way I would put it, but. Hey, Nick, yeah, do you agree? It's, it's oh, eerie similar. Harry the Harry the the Durantula Kane. Mara's <laughs> already did this. He won Players of the Year and went to City. Oh well, yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> I can't believe you took that. How did you, you went, we went this whole conversation with nobody mentioning Kevin Durant. You did it like the last second. I was going to bring that up. Is he the next? I was like, I'm going to get these guys with this one. It's going to show them. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but over, overall, I think he's, uh, what were you going to say, Ben? I was going to ask you, like, do you think he has another way out? I, I mean, I think he's his, his number one goal here. I think he has like a one A goal and a one B goal. And that's why I asked Derek. I think he's trying to get out while trying to protect his own brand so much that he's going in the opposite direction. Because as we've said, Bale showed up, Modric showed up, other people showed up. And that's just for here alone. This is just, then this is a worldwide sport. This is kind of how it happens. You still show up and you actually put that request in. You actually say you want to go. Not some gentleman's agreement, not trying to tiptoe around and put it in other people's. And I don't think he, I think he's losing sight of the fact that a lot of us would understand if he was like, um, I'm, I put in the request. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting up there. I'm, I'm with the 28, 29. Uh, yes. Yeah, 28, you know, not, not super up there yet. He definitely would have quite a few, if he left here, you know, it's kind of like Pochettino. You could kind of see him maybe coming back after he wins some title or like bail. I guess you would probably consider him uh, more closely related to just based on their both players. But I mean, Pochettino was out the door, uh, what, 18 months ago and they already, people already wanted him back. And you could see that with Harry Kane, that him maybe leaving now and then coming back in his later years is maybe, you know, a, a backup or something like that. And when he's trying to maybe, maybe save some face at Spurs and, and pull uh, another basketball reference, maybe pull LeBron, win his couple titles, come back. Come back to Cleveland. Harry, I mean, Bron, I guess, Bron, Kane. I guess my next question is, let's say he stays for the year. What's his value next year when, let's say Lukaku's more available, Erling Holland's going to be available for obviously more, a steeper price, but people will be willing to pay that for, for Holland over Kane. We won't get that 100. I don't think we'll get that 120 million dollars for a 29 year old Kane. So no. it'll be 125 Are after you- he lifts the the Europa Conference League trophy. I mean, yeah. look, I'll take any trophy we can get. So, but anyway, but back to, back to that. Like this competition over these strikers next year could be worse, and we can end up in a worse situation of not an Ericsson situation where we get nothing for such a star player, but a situation where. Now there's more strikers that are willing to go. I know Bruce is always tough with selling players. They're pretty stringent on who's going and what price they want. And we're kind of like that in the same way. But let's say next year he's 85 million and Holland's 120, 150 million. And teams start going after Holland and Kane drops in price because he's not, he's the only striker out there. I understand Chelsea put out a bid for Lukaku, but the money for him right now. I think you said it, Derek, you said it hundred. And then we kind of agreed it was 120 million. We're good. I'll take that hundred million is not going to do it. Cause he just, he's too valuable to this team. We, we were like, you see it all over Twitter now, especially that he held out was uh, where it's not Harry Kane FC. We're, we're more than one player, all this stuff, but we're in a way we're not in a way that man is the, the team. So he's, as I said before, super valuable to us compared to other teams. How much are we willing to hold on to him for one season, see how this season goes, and then lose a bunch of money most likely next year trying to sell him? Do you think his stock will drop that low? This guy just won, like, he got all of the, 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 the assist leader of the, of the Premier League. Are you, are, you ready Premier to, League. are you ready to risk his ankle injuries and an older age and more competition in the striker market and teams uh, fighting their way out of COVID uh, financially? I mean, maybe that helps, actually, but I just think 
Holland's out next year. He's going to leave Borussia for one of the top teams. The thing I think also really sucks about this situation is the only teams looking at him are Premier League teams. And Harry Kane is obviously obsessed with staying in the Premier League and winning that goal title for the Premier League. I mean, if he was what, just go to PSG and play with Poch and we'll be like, you know what, we'll take that 110 million. But I'm not taking I don't want to take less money for him to have to have, watch him play us against us remember, during the season. I don't want to see that. We're not going to give him the Chelsea. That'd be the worst thing possible. And Man City's like the best option. Great. Like that's all. That's awful. Go. And the unfortunate thing is, yeah, Real Madrid and Barcelona don't have the cash right now to go after him. So we're stuck with other English teams that I don't want to send him to that a premium is going to be put on him. So round table quick to two questions. Jose, do you want do you want to sell Kane right now? Yes or no? No. Derek? I don't think it's as easy as yes or no. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This guy and this guy in the directions. 125 plus is a yes. Perfect. Anything below that is a no. I'm agreeing with Derek, Nick. Like, I'm not just going to sell him for 80 million. Like, uh, there's a course, price tag. There's a, a price, there's a price tag. tag. Was, the price, if your price tag was met, would you sell him right now? 120. Yes. Okay. I'm thinking I'm at no right now. Next question. Will do you think he's going to be gone before the end of this window, Derek? Wow, I got put at the front here. <laughs> you look the least prepared, so I figured, you know what? Based on based on Levy's history, I think unless he's blown away by the number, I think Harry Kane's gonna be here. What do you think, Ben? I don't and know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You seem the second least prepared. I was like, he's very ready to send this answer out. No, it's not like I'm not prepared. It's more that. Here's the thing. We're dealing with Levy. We're dealing with all this stuff. So this goes so many ways. I, I can't. I can't give you an answer if he's going to leave or not, just because I know how we all know how stingy Levy is, and he's not going to give in. Think about it this way. Harry Kane has a World Cup next summer. He's the captain of England. If Levy decides to be a dick, Harry Kane's not sitting out the whole season and then just cold, cold turkey going into the World Cup. So he's got all the leverage on top of the money. So that's a good point. That it a, really is because he's not, he's is not, that a no? he, he loves his country. <laughs> Jose, can you do me a favor? And that, and that's going to lead to my yes. Ho- oh, he, thank he you. Lead. Jose, thank you. Can you please show these people how to? I couldn't even think of an insult. You guys blew me away so much. How to answer a damn question, yes or no? That's going to be a yes. Yes, you think he's going to go? Yes. Yes, he's going to go. And it, and what Derek just said leads me right to my point. It is You're the most convincible person on earth. Derek said it is, one good point in five podcasts, and you can say, <laughs> yeah, you guys are done. <laughs> Take no, but, the W but, and but sign it is, off. Yeah. But it, it is Levy who we're dealing with, and he just spent 54, what is it, 54 mil on Romero? That's our second best, our second record setting signing after the, uh, we signed Endombele. And he just spent a whole bunch of money, guys. He's going to want money from somewhere. And the, the, the links to all these strikers, I think it's, it's already getting set in motion. So that's a yes. I think I don't want it to happen, but I think Kane is going to be on the move. You don't think that they can make $50 million off tours of the Skywalk? <laughs> It does kind it of smell a little bit like when Bale was not for sale. You know, we started buying people for 30, 35, 40 million pounds. 
and then magically they found a deal. So I agree with Jose there. It does kind of smell the same as it did with Bale. And that is a good point, but I don't think he's going to go. And I, I just keep getting hung up on that three years left because we were talking for a while there about how, or Ben was talking for a while there, how about hypothetically, if we want 125 now, 130, whatever, 120 plus, we're not going to get that next year. And I think that they're okay with, you get 70 million for him. If you get something lower than that, like you're still going to not get Erickson debunked. You're not going to get that low. I think they got what 15 for him. I mean, they're not going to go that low. And that was even amazing that I think they got that, whatever they got for, for Erickson. Uh, I thought they were going to get zero for him. That he's going to be a free eventually. Yeah. I don't think he's going. I think, I think he's going to stay. And I think it's going to be because they're going to realize they're, they're going to like meet in the middle and say, all right, if we don't get in the champions league next year, he's going to want to go. And we got it. It's got to happen. We got to get something for him. Good, good luck to Erickson with all his, uh, he's so going look, through all them tests and all that. I hope. If oh, you look okay. at the team, if you look at the league right now, Man City's clearly better than us. Manchester United's Manchester United is clearly better than us, and Liverpool clearly better than us. Then Leicester, West Ham were in front of us. Arsenal are right. I'm not going to say I'm. Not, I I think we're better, obviously, but I'm not going to say they're we're much better. So, is keeping Kane going to get us into Champions League soccer, which makes up for the money that we could lose? from selling him this year is he going to get us into the europa league which is significantly better than whatever i mean i don't know what this europa conference league is but you've got to just imagine it's it's clearly better so it comes down to keeping kane it can kane make up that money by playing the season for us because a great point about the world cup this man's going to be want to be informed this season to be informed for the world cup so I think once if he comes back he's going to play I I mean actually I don't have as much faith saying that as if we did a week ago before I we all agree that this man isn't going to hold out and now are we going to get an Ericsson-esque performance from Kane I really want to believe we're not just and that World Cup could be a big issue big thing and can he get us that into a spot where we make up the money that we would probably lose from selling him and then be able to get better players because we're in a better situation I mean, going back to Christian Romero, like he's joining our team and we're not in the Europa League. We're not in the Champions League. We're not in any of those. We're in this conference league. We came in seventh. Is Kane going to make us better coming into this next, next year? Manchester United and Manchester City are way ahead of us. Way ahead of us. Minus Manchester United not really having a central midfield. But, but, then, but then how bad would we be without him? That's, that's, the, that's the question. What's the re what's the rebuild? Are we able to get, we're not going to be able to get enough players right now. If we sell Kane, all of a sudden we're just going to bring it. I mean, he did the Brian, the Brian heel uh, deal pretty quickly. So maybe, but we could be, if we lose Harry Kane, like where do we end up this season? And we don't get it. If we don't get the, if we don't get the players in quick enough, it's tough. And that that's part of the whole thing. Why? Like I'm not super upset at Kane for doing what he's doing. I am upset at him, but not super upset. But that's the part that upsets me the most that I don't know how clear of a, of a conversation he's had with these people, with Levy and, and all these guys, because that's going to take away time from our, our transfer window. And if we have an opportunity to move on him and make some good money, we only have a month left of the transfer period. And we need to make like if we're going to sell him, like we would need someone to know what the hell you want to do, Kane. If you really, really want to go. Let's move you and let's get, get your money and start making it, making these moves we need to make to better this team. 
It's going to be the offer. Go protest outside Man City. Fair enough. We are coming up on an hour, though, guys, but there's an interesting interesting thing that just came up on my, uh, my feed here while we were chatting. It was a post on Instagram from yesterday from, I don't know if you guys saw this, it's THFC source on Instagram. I don't follow them just for some reason. It popped up on my Twitter feed, but it's from their Instagram tier and one. it was it. Pardon tier one. I don't know if it's tier one. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> so it's a, it's a photo basically of Harry Kane says that he's won zero major trophies, which we obviously know. And then there's another photo symbolizing just Tottenham as, as a club that if they've won 26 major trophies and Here's where the curveball comes in. Sonny liked the post that Kane has won zero trophies. And Spurs have, there's a screen grabs of Sonny liking it. And now it's unliked by him. I've checked it's unliked by him. But then the account did follow up with another screen grab that Sonny liked the photo. And yeah, it seems like, I don't know, there's nothing really, I don't don't know what you guys want to comment on that, but man, what a, what a, hey, relax, Sonny. You know how you got most of your goals last year? Yeah. Uh, I mean, could he be any more of anyone's? Hey, could he? I don't, I don't know if he's got his brother running his Instagram account like uh, instead of his contract negotiations like Harry. But, man, that's a hell of a like on Instagram at this time. He unliked it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but that's that's something. Sonny I'm, I'm, I'm going to chalk that one up that he liked it without actually reading what, what the hell was on there. He I just saw Kane's picture on it. And liked I was going to say, I think I'm hoping Kane. I'm hoping Sonny. Just I'm scrolling good. through, liking every picture I do all the time. I don't know I'm liking. No, nah, man, I'm sorry. I think that Son and probably a couple of the other people on the team, maybe whole, all the whole team, should be fucking insulted. Fuck Harry Kane. If he was my team, <laughs> that I want to leave this team. Fuck that guy. I worked my ass off. I was probably a top five winger last year. If there's anybody who should be offended by, by Kane wanting to leave that badly, being a, an asshole like he is, it should be Sonny. So Those two nice. are magic together, and he's like, "No, nah, I want to, I want to play with Sterling, who I couldn't pass the ball to." I love so how he's made the, the nicest guy in the world. He is not capable of this, man. I love how I made the joke that I was going to throw batteries at Kane, and I was like, "I'll start at C and make it to D." And Eric, Derek's like, "Screw it, we're just going to go to the car batteries." Car batteries. Throw <laughs> 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 yeah. them with two hands out there. <laughs> John Rocker asked, but with con with uh, car batteries. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's a hell of a way to wrap it up there with the Derek uh, anger and Sonny with the Instagram <laughs> like of the century, I guess. I think that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> Son accidentally. I think he, I'm going to say I think he accidentally liked it, but I just cl- looked it up. It's clear as day where it says zero major trophy. You see it, Jose. Zero major trophies and then 26 for the club. And then the next mm-hmm. post after today is like the account addressing it. And at the bottom, even the account says either way, it looks like Sonny isn't too happy. And if Sonny isn't too happy, neither is Derek, as we just learned. Hey, guys, I don't remember Kane in that Man City game in the UCL, and I don't remember Kane in that age, in the Ajax game in the UCL. Lorente has more big moments than Harry Kane. The other Sonny that liked it is my son, actually. Shout out to him. <laughs> Joe Mar. Joe Mar. He liked it. Club over player. That's what's up. I taught him well. 